No, you're not nervous. I am nervous. No, you're, you're shy. <laughs> I'm just being shy. Okay, we have to. Do you want to tell the news or? <laughs> well, can you not tell? Oh my god! So basically, if you thought I was happy last week, <laughs> new level unlocked. <laughs> so no, I'm sweating. Stop. Can we change just for a sec? Uh, okay. So yesterday, yesterday, me and Emer. <laughs> okay me emer and jason Uh, and baby um we so basically we went to get a steak (laughs) so mommy mommy is in me brackets me i was craving a steak rare bloody pink i want it dripping i want to basically just cut like the fucking cow I've, slaughtered in front of me. Anyway. I've been craving one for a long time. I feel like I'm the advocate though, because I don't think you would have done it if I wasn't like, come on, let's go. I know, but I, I just, my justification was I needed it after giving birth. Like, if that's totally fair enough. I lost so much blood. I was bleeding for six weeks. Like, I needed a bit of meat. Yeah, so we went to, um, so we got up and we were like, okay, well, let's go somewhere really fancy. So we went and we tried two places. And Keelan and Shea Jason. Max. Shea Max. We'll give every detail. Hello. Okay, sorry. Where's the storyteller tone? We went to Shea Max just around the corner and they were closed at four or something. They close, they only do like an, uh, a set menu between certain hours. And we were going around at a random hour anyway. So, so they, they didn't have a fucking sterling. They didn't Are have, you joking? Uh, they didn't have a fucking steak on the menu. So we were like, okay, next. So then we went to Le Maison. the Le Maison. Le Maison. And they were doing, th- so weird. They were like, photo shoot, sorry. Yeah. They, there was someone having a photo shoot in there. So then Jason and Keelan turned around and they were like, this maybe this is a sign. And I was like, my heart shattered. And I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> I've been telling everyone all day that I'm going for a steak. I can't. This can't be happening. Because, like, we're into the whole, the whole, like, spiritual stuff. Do you know oh, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, everything happens for a reason, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, no, okay, let's try one more place. So we went to Marco Pierre White. Very fancy. Very fancy. We were, like, the only people in there as well. And I got a steak. Uh, what is it called? A steak? Strip, strip it's line? St- it's sticking out of Sterling. 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 I got a Sterling steak. I got it medium. Medium. <laughs> and then Jason got his, what? Well done? Was no, he, he was too shy to say well done, so he said medium. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got yours rare. But I think mine was rare. I, but I think you got the rare one. Yeah, well, I was in a fucking hula hoop after. Like, I thought that maybe because I was eating the McDonald's burgers on the sly. And obviously they're meant to be beef, 100% beef, Irish beef. I thought that I was going to be like grand. I thought you were going to be the one that was going to be in bits. Yeah. And oh, no. Was no. I in bits? I felt like I had done like three yolks and I was sitting at the table profusely sweating, shaking. And I was like, I don't feel well. I think I'm going to get sick. And like I had, to, oh, yeah, we, 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 yeah. Come, uh, coming out the other end. <laughs> Oh my God, I was like, I need to get sick though. It was so bad. Then I felt so anxious the whole day. And then when we came back here, I fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> I fell asleep. And then 
meat nap. I, I had a meat nap. I felt I was like iron overload. It was crazy. I don't think I ever want one again. I was the only person it didn't affect. No. I was just like, I had a great night's sleep. Yeah, you're like, I want a pint. The only thing I will say is what I noticed. And I, you see, I get really bad hangovers. Like really, really bad. And I was drinking margaritas till whatever time last night. And I didn't have a hangover at all. And like, I get a hangover if I smell alcohol. So I think that because I had a steak that like helped it so maybe i'll just have a steak every time i go out drinking we can make it a what do you call that a ritual a wit- ritual but like i drink every day so <laughs> i mean that means i'm gonna have a steak every day i was real nervous to tell my mom though that i went and got a steak and she was loving it she was like you need it i was like you're so right my mom didn't react she didn't <laughs> reply to the message I sent her a photo and she literally did not reply. It was just seen. Oh, of what your dad replied? Though. My dad replied. He goes, "Yum, but huh?" Kiss, kiss, kiss. Like my dad texts are so cute. It's always like, "Huh?" Kiss, 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 kiss. Like you explain it to him. You're just like, I've just been losing so much blood. I was like, I need. I just gave birth. I needed a full stop, and they were just like, "Fair enough." Oh, it's so good. Like I actually couldn't be happier. Like a steak, and I'm loved up. A steak and some other meat in your <laughs> nether regions. Sorry, that was so inappropriate. Oh my god, so that was so it. disgusting. Oh, Noonie. <laughs> I'm sorry, I now said I'm gonna that. get shy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said that. <laughs> yeah, no, so good. You see, you know what I was thinking when we were walking. I when I was walking, um, here, I was like, just because this is like a mental health podcast, it doesn't have to be sad. Because, like, I'm too happy to be sad yeah, right now. Like, in fairness, like, snooze fest. Yeah, like, no, boring. No. I don't want to cry. Like, I might cry, like, with happiness. Because I'm just so happy. But, like, <laughs> I don't think... Like, it doesn't have... Yeah, just because it's a mental health thing, it doesn't have to be really sad. Yeah. Like, I know, like, when I was looking at some of these questions, they are quite, like... They are quite touchy. Touchy! Touchy. Um, but they're not... Um, I don't. I don't feel sad at the moment, so... I hope no one else does. It'll be a good take anyway. So start from the start there and let's right. let her rip. Uh, well, questions in OCD or ADHD. ADHD, yeah. Who would win in a fight? This is a good one. ADHD no, would to, win. Shout out to Phil and Flemo for this uh, Oh, Phil and Flemo. Um, why do you think ADHD will win? I don't know, because, like... I just think OCD, because your intrusive thoughts are so fucked up. Like, imagine yeah. an intrusive thought fighting with an executive dysfunction. Like, obviously, mm. the intrusive thought would win. See, I don't really understand that much about ADHD, if I'm very honest. So, I... <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's just, like, you I can't think organise my life, and I can barely take a shower. Yeah. I, ha- I, ha- I literally have to write in my planner, like, to-do list... When I have to take a shower, otherwise really? I will forget or like think. And I'm it. the complete opposite. I take I took two showers today. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not so good that it's the complete opposite. Yeah, you're so right. I'd say OCD <coughs> because my intrusive thoughts are so fucked up. Like my intrusive thoughts, like they can go from like it's like sexual. They can be sexual intrusive thoughts about people that you don't want to think yeah. about or like, I, like even like anytime I'm holding baby, I'm like, oh my god, imagine I just fucked her on the floor yeah, or like imagine yeah. i like stood on the cat and it's like they sound so fucked up because then like your your mind when you have ocd is always playing tricks on you because it's always like then you're then it's like opening a new door to like am i a serial killer or mm. am i this or am i that but it's not like it, do, it does this all the time like even like in the past like 
two weeks. I think I said it to Kim the other day. I was like, I think I might be a lesbian. And then she was like, you're not a lesbian. And I was like, no, no, I'm definitely not. But I, in my head, I was like, I'm lying to myself. Yeah, I'm lying yeah, to myself. Yeah. You're gay and you're just not admitting it. But I'm absolutely not gay. Oh, we totally know you're not. No, let's we, just say that. Let's just say I'm absolutely not gay. Sure, why do you think we didn't work out? I... <laughs> That's so awkward. Oh, my God. I'm going to get so embarrassed now when me and Keelan were in a relationship. Um, but, yeah, I know I'm absolutely not gay. But it's so weird that my mind will make me feel like that. So maybe you're, you're dead right, actually. OCD yeah, would, I think OCD. OCD like, just from the comparison of me and Jason, like, he would definitely... His mental illness would definitely beat mine up. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, look at him and I'm like, Jesus, that's aw- that sounds awful. Anytime he says anything about yeah. it, I'm like... Does he tell you about his intrusive thoughts? No, sometimes, yeah. They're so fucked, aren't they? Yeah. Like, so fucked. I follow this girl on TikTok who, like, gives updates on the intrusive thoughts that she's gotten that day and it's, like, a real, f- like, nice, light-hearted song on. It's like... Am I a paedophile? So yeah. It's like, just like well, do I want to have sex with little kids and all? Oh my God, it's so I can't fucked. imagine. And Saoirse says sometimes she gets intrusive thoughts about like throwing baby down the stairs and all. Yeah, I swear to God, I do as well. It's like, it's so bad. And like what I do, like I don't have like a physical tick that you can see, but I clench my... Um, vagina so like i clench my pel like my pelvic muscle oh your pelvic floor must yeah. be so strong so sorry if you got, if you went into labor like you would shoot your baby oh out. like it's so strong but i like clench it yeah and i've learned to do that for so long i used to like i do like the obvious things of like biting nails biting the skin around my fingers yeah. and my lips i didn't realize this is a huge thing of ocd like when i was younger picking skin off your lips is like uh, like uh, an addiction as well but mm-hmm. like it's very, very much linked with the OCD too. Um, oh, ouch. Yeah. I oh. hate when my lips are all chapped like I that. I know, I know. Chapstick. Chap. Uh, sorry. <laughs> PSA. Some people just need a bit of chapstick. <laughs> Do you ever look at someone and you're like, where is the chapstick? Do you ever just think, <laughs> why don't you have chapstick in your bag? I have like an addiction to, or uh, let's call it an obsession, mm. seeing as we're talking about obsessive compulsive disorder. I have an obsession with chapstick. That's like Ashling, do you ever see her with a- the Aquaphor? Have you ever seen Aquaphor? She has the big bubble. The big tube. She has the big tube. She brings it around with her. Like, it's obnoxiously large. She'll take it out of her, her Carhartt side bag that she always wears and just be like, Rubbing it like really intensely <laughs> on her lips. She has big lips, so she oh, needs yeah, it. Yeah, oh, she, she needs it. But if she doesn't have it, she's like, "Sorry, does anyone have any Aquaphor? Does anyone have Vaseline?" It's uh, yeah, it's like a panic. It's a panic thing. Um, uh, sorry. The next question is about OCD. Sorry, I feel like I'm talking about myself loads. <laughs> but uh, how do you know that you have OCD? Sorry for my English. Sorry for my reading. <laughs> how do you? How do you know? How did no, you, that was perfect English. How so. did you know? Sorry, I had the bad English there. <laughs> um, how did I know that I have OCD? I went and saw someone, and they were like, "Yeah, so you have OCD," and I was like, "Well, that makes so much sense because I basically." I was having these like weird um, like blackouts. So when I was like really on, on the height of the stress that I was feeling and didn't know why I was feeling it, like I was feeling, I was getting these. So if I look, okay, let's say, for example, I had this huge thing about earphones. I have three pairs of earphones. You're so, you were so obsessed with earphones when we were in London. Remember Kev took your earphones by accident? You're like, 
Keelan, no. He has my earphones. I promise you, he has it. No, no, no. You know when someone like just discovers, they just got home and they just discovered they forgot their keys and they're like patting every pocket around their jeans. Like, no, I, I think it. I think I left it on the bus. It was like that, except we were home. We, the middle, we were at home in the middle of the night. There was no reason why she needed the earphones. She was like, I think, I think Kevin has my, you need to call him. You need to call him. I rang, I rang him. I was like, Kev, did you by chance take all Weaver's earphones? Do you have two pairs? He goes, uh, you know, he talks. He's like, um, I don't think so. And I was like, okay no worries and then i hung up and then he texted me and he was like i'm oh. sorry i actually do have the earphones i was like Emer, you can sleep tonight panic like she literally wouldn't Over. Have been able to sleep yeah and that was definitely especially back then i because uh, i was not, i was like partying loads and loads and loads mm. but partying in the wrong way yeah so i definitely didn't i like and also we just moved to a different fucking country so yeah. i was very i was on the heights of it and i had a mullet girls come on which <laughs> you give over um but i when i i went to see someone cognitive behavioral therapy um and I was like having meltdowns about like earphones and stuff but like it would get so bad that I'd like black out that I like don't remember what just happened you know if you find out something really sad or something really crazy to happen so you you don't remember Mm. or is that maybe just the way my brain works that I like yeah no I don't black out so yeah yeah (laughs) I like black out a lot of things trauma um but that's how I knew um when I when they diagnosed me with it they were like yeah you have OCD um, which made a lot of sense as well because at the time I was like severely skinny, stick thin, sitting in a chair, withering away. And sorry, can I just say this isn't funny, but like I went into my therapist and I was like, she was like, so what's your worry of the day? Like what's bothering you? And I was like, my, my weight. And I'm like sitting there like if you if you sneezed, I'd blow away. Yeah. And she was like, oh, sure. Everyone worries about their weight. And I was like, Oh, real Irish mammy thing to yeah. say. Like I was like, you're you're meant to be my therapist, and then I never I never went back. Oh, never went back. No, that's terrible. That's like I told you about that time I was like suicidal. <laughs> trigger warning. Not sorry, funny. sorry, not funny. Yeah, no trigger warning. Sorry, trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Well, obviously people know it's a mental health podcast. Not to listen if you know things are going to yeah. trigger them. Anyway, I went to see a therapist, and uh, it was an online one. And she, first of all, she was eating a banana. <laughs> when I logged on to the video call and I was just like oh, she's like sorry I didn't get to have my lunch today she's American and I was like okay and uh, then she's like so what are you worried about today and I was like uh, I think I want to kill myself <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, she was like okay and why do you think that um how's your relationship with your family and she asked me all these questions I was like no everything in my life is really good but just for some reason my brain is just telling me to off myself all the time so I was like that's why I'm going to therapy because I literally don't know what's wrong so I was like I'm fulfilled in every aspect of my life blah blah she goes well your life seems pretty good so I don't (laughs) really know what to tell you and I was like oh my god she goes do you have any traumatic experience that happened to you and I was like yeah I had an ex who like abused me in every single way possible and then she goes about the sex thing she goes well did you enjoy sex sometimes with him and I go well yeah he was my boyfriend and then she goes well then that's fine that doesn't really count oh my god oh my god oh my god she goes, you know, you can't just go to therapy. We can give you a magical solution to all your problems. <laughs> no, she didn't. Yeah. And then the worst part, at the end of the therapy session, she goes, don't forget to smile. 
Oh my god! And then gave me a I smile. Wish, I wish you're gonna block her. No, this was on. Uh, I'm gonna block her. This was on. Uh, you know that thing, and I always see ads for it online, and I'm like, I get angry every time I fucking see it. Betterhelp.com. Oh fuck! Oh. Yeah, it was one of those things. How much was it? If you don't mind me asking, it was a. Uh, it was fifty euro a session or something. Rip off. Yeah. Rip off. And then so then I requested a, ne- a different therapist because you can do that. You can like request a different one, and then I they requested a new one who was like so vigilant in sending me information like she was sending me articles constantly and like texting me all the time if I didn't show up to an appointment she was like Keelan is everything okay and then when finally we had a session it was like over the phone and then she was like said I have to get tested for ADHD and then at the end of that she was like I can't really help you because it's you can't really talk your way out of having ADHD it's like you need to go to get CBT which yeah they don't I don't think it's fun though it's yeah fun I hate cognitive behavioral therapy because it's more, I don't know, it's... More work. Yeah, it's way... Because, like, there's, like, pen and paper involved. She's, like... <laughs> You're, like, the dyslexia. I can't. I'm, like, triggering. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, so write down this or, like, do this. And I'm, like, no, I don't want to write. I don't want to spell anything. But, um... Sorry, what was I going to say just there? What What did you just say there? I was, like, the C- CBT. CBT. Oh, yeah. CBT. Yes, yeah, so the one. I went to therapy last year. I was, like, expecting to go to therapy... And for her to like cure my OCD. And then like one, I hit like a wall in therapy where I was like, well, I don't know what else to do other than like, because obviously with therapy, they bring up so much more. It's so so much more in depth. So then I realized like therapy, CBT is for like OCD and like Mm -hmm. ADHD. You don't go to therapy for OCD. I went on medication though. I actually skimmed through one of these questions and it was like, how do you guys deal with it without being on medication? Yeah. And what what's the answer to that? We have you been on medication before? Well, I microdosed uh, psilocybin uh, for my ADHD, and that seemed to help it the best. And I know someone else who also has ADHD and microdosed, and it like literally cured them because you get misdiagnosed for other things if you do have undiagnosed ADHD, especially if you're a woman, because the symptoms show up differently between men and women, and they only detest some men back in the day. But um. It can be, it's like intrinsically linked to depression, anxiety, and what else? Autism. So it can get misdiagnosed for any of those things where majority of the time it's just like ADHD that, that you have um, because the, the, the dopamine addiction, if you like aren't getting uh, enough dopamine, you can get depressed, but like you're dopamine deficient if you have ADHD. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's why people with ADHD are impulsive, uh, can have shopping addictions, always really bad at money and time management. Uh, yeah, that's what I can think of. That kind of sounds like me, to be honest. To be honest. To be honest. But I definitely don't, I don't know. When I was in therapy last year, she was like, have you ever gotten diagnosed with ADHD or ADD? And I was like, no. And she was like, I think it's really right. common to have both. I Probably. Think it is. Well, I sure, anxiety as well. Hello, I have the full package. <laughs> uh, the full deal. I was depressed when I was younger, but I'm actually not depressed anymore. <clears throat> but it does come in waves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I'm on a low of OCD, obviously I feel... It's more just like a helpless feeling because I'm like, no one understands me. No one knows what's going on in my brain. Yeah. Like I, I remember there's this, when I was in Thailand. This is how bad it is. I'm in fucking Thailand. The, like the best place ever. And I lost a MAC lipstick on the way to going to one of the bars now <clears throat> in this on this island there's no taxis there's nothing mm. everywhere is walking distance and this is when I just had gotten diagnosed with it as well so like I was at the height of it obviously I wasn't well like 
completely not well mentally, very thin, all this kind of stuff. And I had an absolute breakdown over losing this fucking lipstick. Mm. Now, it was a Miley Cyrus limited edition. Oh, well then. Well then. I would be like t- touring, tearing apart the fucking island. Like, t- turning it upside fuming. down. I was bawling my eyes out in this place called the Banana Bar. But like hysterical about a bawling in the banana bar. Bawling in the banana bar. I had all my friends were like, "You can have my lipstick. Like, take my lipstick." Yeah. And I was like, "No, no, no, no. It's just that particular thing. It's like I like no. I have to have that thing." Yeah. And then a great ending to the story. One of the girls were walking back or went to the apartment, came back, and she's like, "Guess what I found on the way?" And I found it. Oh, so and cool. everything was cured. Like it's so. I find with OCD as well, it is quite simple. How uh, easily satisfied I can be. Yeah. Especially when it comes to like getting into like relationships and stuff. Like Mm. when I'm, when I'm seeing, uh, when I'm like getting into a relationship with OCD is so scary. Especially starting to date again. apparently that's a strain, an actual separate strain of OCD that people can have. Yeah, or OCD. (laughs) I I thought that that's what you have because you were, well, even when you're not in relationships, when you're like seeing people or you're texting someone, you're so obsessed, obsessive with like, every single intricate detail of say your text message or like what mm-hmm. does this mean and when we lived together it was always like Keelan what does this mean what should I say how long should I wait until I text back and it yeah. was just like constant 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 yeah and I like couldn't believe it it was like an insight into your mind yeah it's crazy like I um yeah I, I find it really really difficult to be single because and it's not that like I want to be in a relationship all the time and I get into relationships with whoever I want that's not it but I find it really really difficult to be single because of that exact thing because now like the past like four four months like I've been completely just focusing on myself haven't been interested and it's done the world of a difference Mm -hmm. now it's still like the OCD clash like comes back full force like you know me like I you know you know the buzz but like um but I feel like um when you find someone who's I guess on your on the same level as you because I constantly need validation. Yeah. And I constantly need validation and like I could be I could have spent like a fucking two days in a row with a guy and they could be like I'm obsessed with you, I'm in love with you, I'm this that, that and the other. And I could go home and still my brain would still manage to find a way of like tricking me being like well he didn't look at me when he mm. said that. So he obviously doesn't mean it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it is very difficult um being in a relationship or and being with someone who doesn't understand us mm. at all and I think it's really like I have fucking OCD tattooed on my arm just for the f- sake of like when people see the characteristics in me they're like oh okay that makes sense mm. so because I don't want people to be like what's wrong with her yeah yeah oh yeah I know what you mean do so you know do you mean? disclose that when you get into relationships you like explain your OCD and how it affects your relationships or not you just wait for them to find out i wait for them to find out (laughs) no it it depends on the person as well like like i'm smitten at the moment and i'm like i don't i don't i'm not being triggered at all yeah there's nothing triggering about it because i'm being validated he's he's so reassuring he's so reassuring and like there's so much validation there which is really nice and i feel like if you find someone who is like that then it 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 will smooth sail because Mm. if it's like that from the start like sure you and jason like do you know what i mean i'm from the very start like like he has ocd i don't know if what triggers him and he doesn't have relationship OCD at all he doesn't at all does he not not that I know I think I've asked him before but not that I know of I don't think he does it's such a stupid name relationship 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 it sounds made up no offense it does it's like 
Rela- I'm obsessed with my relationship. Relationships <laughs> OCD. Um, but like I, when I, before I knew anyone with OCD, I genuinely thought it was uh, being it. obsessed with cleaning. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but I actually thought that that's what the, the mental illness was. And I know that OCD can come in different forms and it, it can be that mm. because I've heard of someone who does actually have that and needs to like bleach every inch of their house. And you're one in Glee. You know, did you ever watch Glee? Yeah, I the, did, yeah. The girl, the teacher who got thrown into cow manure or something and then she developed OCD from that traumatic experience and she like couldn't... S- oh, sorry. Oh yeah, drop her in. Guess what she did? What did she do? She drank the full bottle. She drank the full bottle? Yeah! For you! She's looking for more. She's looking for more, yeah, that's fine. Yay! Yay! She drank the bottle. Glee. So you're one in Glee and she was like, she couldn't sleep and she, she couldn't go to Will Schuster's house and have sex because she was so obsessed with cleaning like she literally mm. it ruined her whole life anyway so that's what I thought it actually was and yeah. then uh, my mom used to always be like ah sure your dad has OCD because he like color coded his his clothes so I didn't know that it could come in other forms I know and then all of a sudden it was like two most important people in my life has OCD but like the actual the o- actual real the thing. real OCD it drives me fucking me and Jason were talking about this the other day it actually drives me insane when um people are like oh so does that mean like you're like obsessed with germs and stuff or like oh you bet your room's so clean or like do you know when someone says like the story that jason said the other day when someone's like how ocd are you or oh my ocd's going crazy looking at those shelves when like you're meant to be doing something like cleaning wise i'm like that like my room's the messiest room in the whole world it's nothing Mm. to do with cleaning now there is since covid i did not care about germs at all before covid now i have started to recently like I don't I used to carry a hand sanitizer around with me like after COVID Mm. not during it I didn't care I was like oh fuck COVID but like afterwards I started to care a lot and Mm. I get a bit like sometimes with showers and stuff I'm brushing my teeth as well like Mm. huge huge big thing always brush brush brushing my teeth um which is like really bad for you you're not meant to brush your teeth more than like twice a day right I think three times yeah yeah and I do it like loads whenever I feel like I need to I do it straight away but, um, yeah, it really drives me insane when people are like, oh, I bet you're so clean. I'm hygienic, but I'm not, like, clean. My life is a mess. No, I get really distressed um, if stuff's untid- untidy. Like, the only things that I'll get, like, I actually will get really genuinely upset and, like, can't speak or I just, snap, like, snap, get really angry. Say if there's, like, shoes thrown across the floor or... Uh, there's like piles of clothes like I re- I genuinely I can't fu- like I won't be able to function until it's done and I'm fine <laughs> I don't yeah. care no, I, I don't I, care I, about I, that that must stuff. be an ADHD no, I think it is an ADHD thing where you genuinely you can't do anything unless your uh, space is tidy and organised because yeah. like there just isn't any you don't have the mental capacity to do like think about two things at once Yeah. and for the executive dysfunction, I genuinely have to write down every single thing I have to do. Like, everything, every single thing down to the last detail, or I will forget. Is that what you were doing in London every morning? Yeah. Every morning. So, <laughs> I would be the slug in bed. So, obviously, me and Keelan shared a bed. Like, we shared a room. It was, like, this size as well, the size of your room now. <laughs> and, like, she'd get up every morning. It was, like, the same routine as well. Like, you like routine, don't oh, I, you? I need a routine. Yeah. Otherwise, I will... Like, it, that's one of the things, like, it will make you sad. Yeah. Like, you'll get to the big sad if yeah. you don't have it i get the big sad as well if i'm if if i'm not working mm. i haven't I'm, I'm having an obsession with working yeah but um yeah you'd get up in the morning you'd make your coffee you'd come upstairs you'd write uh you'd write in your journal for ages and then you'd have a smoke <laughs> 
out the window. Go listen, Bam. No, I didn't. Smoke out the window. And then a huge shy. Oh, stop, girls. <laughs> so skinny. Skinny. To be honest, I should start smoking and drinking coffee again. Maybe I'll be skinny. Um, ADHD, do you feel like it impacts your life more than people give credit for? I think... Uh, I think if I had the diagnosis when I was in school, it would have made a huge difference because mm. I always just felt mediocre shit, like falling behind everyone else, mm. couldn't grasp things or organize myself as much as everyone else could and probably got me into a lot more fights and like I drank at an earlier age and all mm. that other stuff. So if I had the support systems then, I think it would have made a huge difference. But now as an adult, it's like, I don't care. Like it actually is just fine. Everyone has their own quirks, you know? Yeah, So like, and when you do look at the traits of ADHD, they're so, they're so common amongst people, but probably if you do have ADHD, they're just a little bit more extreme, if that makes sense. And I think that's why so many people self-diagnose or think they have ADHD because they're so interchangeable with other things and just normal characteristic traits that people mm. have. It's, like, it's funny because I just thought it was like really hyperactive. No, yeah, no, it's That's not. That's exactly what you thought with the cleaning. Like, yeah. And I, it's, I learn more and more about it. Like, and I'm like, oh my God, what? But then when I see things, I'm like, well, maybe I have that too. Because all the things that you're saying, like even when I'm talking to someone, like I could be like in a conversation with someone and... It's like, um, like I zone out. Do you do that? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. And I remember someone saying that that's like a huge trait. Like you, mm. like you're, but they could be talking about you. Like you, I could be talking about myself and then you're talking about, to me, about me and yeah. I'm, I'm zoning out. Yeah, yeah. It's really weird. No, no, I, I got cockeyed as well when I zone out. Like one of my eyes goes <laughs> in a different direction. And Jason's like, you are literally cockeyed right now. <laughs> Like, I don't want to get a diagnosis though because I feel like I'll just get obsessed. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I'm going to get obsessed. You, but you do have, someone asked, I don't think I saved it, but someone asked about health OCD or health anxiety with OCD and you have, you have the, oh, oh, it's health OCD. <laughs> health, oh, it's health OCD. Host, host. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely have health OCD. Oh, with everything. No, I could literally say, I'm sorry if this brings it up again, but I, I could literally say genital herpes and Emer would be like, I have herpes. <laughs> I have genital herpes. You're like, Keelan, is this herpes ingrown hair? No, spot. I have herpes. I have, or the pre- pregnant, you're obsessed with being pregnant. I'm obsessed with being pregnant. <laughs> I'd say you were up the walls when I got pregnant. <laughs> Keelan, 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 Keelan. I, I'm sweating at the moment because I have this thought that I'm pregnant at the moment. And I'm like, I just keep like, so remember I went for a nap earlier and I texted you going, can you please just tell me I'm not pregnant? Yeah. And I just got a fucking coil and I'm not pregnant, guys. I'm not pregnant. Imagine I was like, guys, I have something to tell you. And I told you on the podcast, no, I'm not pregnant, not happening. Um, But yeah, I, yeah, you could literally say like, like you could say, yeah, remember, what did we, we were in London or something and we were watching something about herpes or something. Something came up. Uh, no, is someone I knew got her, actually got herpes. Yeah, someone you knew got yeah. herpes and she told me and then I go, oh my God, I obviously have that. 
<laughs> but then you thought you were pregnant and like we neither of us had had sex in like three months yeah like I was like oh I'm pregnant also <laughs> and I also like go through phases of thinking I have nits all the time I always but you know I have the thing with the itchies oh yeah yeah, I yeah, always yeah, yeah, yeah yeah of course of course of course of course <laughs> so I'm just like I, I'm sorry I gave you the scabies fear as yeah well. you gave me this oh my god no but this <laughs> like the worst. I'm looking at this fucking vagina painting right now and I'm like the catheter the catheter <laughs> the fucking catheter like it makes me so uncomfortable okay let's just change um <laughs> change let's make quick, it, like i'm actually quick. sweating uh can ocd develop from childhood trauma slash how you raised oh big time yeah, yeah. no i had a really good i rate i was raised really well um but i definitely do you know what's really interesting my mom says this and i don't like i don't actually want to ask her too much about it but she said i hit i think 11 she was like you were the smiliest kid you're the happiest kid ever like always smiling never trouble never had any trouble and i hit a certain age and i was like i completely changed and she still doesn't know what happened i don't know what happened either i don't remember because i mentally block trauma out of my head um it's just it's just it's like you know the fight or flight thing Mm -hmm. i completely just like i'm only remembering things from like my childhood now or like from past relationships now like things are just coming back to me. So I actually don't know where along the line OCD could have come into it. But I do remember this was a huge thing. And I think I said it, we said it on the first ever podcast we did. Mm. I was telling the story about my ex-boyfriend that got beat up. And oh, how I had like, it was like a, like every every girl likes a guy or their boyfriends or whatever, whoever they're seeing, if they're on a night out or like a big mad one for them to be like, oh yeah, home safe. Like that's just an I do that anyway, but that's my like like having like that repetitive thing of if someone's like oh yeah I'm home safe because then I'll my intrusive thoughts will go like when I was getting babysitted when I was getting when I was getting babysat when I was younger I was like my mom and dad are gonna get into a car crash and they're gonna die and I'd go down crying to the babysitter being like they're gonna die so I'd always get that with boy and I always get that about people I care about do you know what I mean? like you know when you're walking across the road when you were pregnant mm. remember I was like geez. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Keelan, walk on this side. Like, it's just yeah. these intrusive thoughts that don't stop. But he, so my, the ex-boyfriend got beat up and it was the one night that I fell asleep and I was like, okay, I'm not going to text him. Hope you got home okay or hope your night was okay because it's fine. Like, he's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And then I swear to fucking God, I woke up to a message from him being like, hey, I'm in hospital. And I was like, that's my fault. I was like, that's my fault. I did that. Mm. And that's when the OCD really fucking started because then safety OCD and safety OCD was the first thing that like, like kind of started my path of OCD Mm. was safety. It was checking the doors. If I was leaving the house, I was like, oh my God, I left the door open and the cats are going to run out and they're going to get knocked down and that's going to be my fault. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like the safety OCD, I think it was triggered by that. Because I was like, oh my God, what did we call him in the first Rex? Did we, did we, that's what we called him. Tex-Mex Rex. That's what we called the ex-Rex. And well, that was the name, wasn't it? It must have been, yeah. I think it was. And uh, I was like, that's my fault. I should have texted you, seeing if you got home. Okay, he was like, Emer, I literally got hopped on and like got a Doc Martin to the boot. I don't think, you, a Doc Martin to the boot. the boot. Doc Martin to the boot. Doc Martin to the face. I don't think. Ouch. I don't think a text message would have done anything. But of course I would think that, mm. you know? But what was that? Did I even answer that question? I did, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, you did. Uh, how how has having your daughter affected your mental health, etc.? Fellow young mom here. Oh, 
Uh, I'd say the routine thing because like when you have a child you can't have a routine especially in the newborn phase because they just feed whenever they want so like I'd make a plan and this is the same with say if you're working a shift like 4pm to 8 in retail so for those hours like before I'm like I can't do anything because I'm preparing for work like I will be late for work if I make plans before then do you know mm, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So my ADHD, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, no, I can't do anything. I'm waiting for work until then. Yeah. So if I do, can't have a routine, can you imagine like how I literally cannot plan for my day? Yeah. So that's why it's so hard for me to take a shower because like I will feed her and then a normal brain would be like, okay, go take a shower now because you have your window. I'd be like, I'm going to start the laundry and then there was something else to do, but I forgot. So I'll just keep doing things until I remember what it was. You never smell. Do you want to have a whiff of my armpit right now and can, with a live reaction? Okay, okay, okay. I, I actually lo- I like your, what are they, pheromones? Yeah, yeah. I lo- you see, I like them. Oh. So I, <laughs> like, I love the smell of you. Yeah, because yesterday, Searsha was like, it smelled so nice because she lifted her arms. I was like, you smell so nice. It literally was the smell of her sweat. Yeah, I love, yeah, do you know what I mean? I love <laughs> I was like, the, it smells like perfume. The smell of you and I love the smell. Yeah, so oh. it doesn't, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, whoa. Oh, we're we're in bed right now. <laughs> um yeah, no, you never smell, but that's interesting cuz fuck me. And obviously I can't uh, I can't microdose when you're breastfeeding. I stopped microdosing when I was pregnant as well. But you can't microdose when you're pregnant or breastfeeding because there's not enough studies done on it on how it affects children. Okay. So I just stopped altogether just to be safe. Mm. But it's a lot of women uh who who breastfeed do take it anyway because uh, your less chance of getting postnatal depression from it, so they just take the chance and take it anyway. What is it again? What the the medication? Oh, it's uh, psilocybin. It's like m- mushrooms, mushrooms Mag- magic sorry. mushrooms. Oh. Yeah. Oh, love. Yeah. Give so, him a laugh. I know. And Jason was on the buzz as well when you're we in London, and it seemed to help him a lot. Like it really helps with the sadness, with the executive dysfunction, and you can like. I shouldn't be probably recommending this because I'm not like a doctor, but like that's just my I'm talking speaking yeah, this from is my personal experience. Yeah, my own experience. But since I haven't been able to take that, but I haven't had any experience with postnatal depression, luckily, oh and God. that would have been a nightmare. And I haven't found that I have many mood swings or anything. It's just that I can't plan or organize. But I'm giving myself a little grace period anyway. Like I just had a baby, you so just had a baby. I don't care. Yeah, it's fine. Fair play to you. Um, how does this we answered that? Do you ever get freaked out with intrusive thoughts due to OCD? Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> like it's the worst as well. Like, oh my god, like if you're if you're like getting with someone, oh my god, like if you're like oh like if you're like getting with even just if you're kissing someone, yeah, I get an intrusive thought and I'm like, wait, what is <laughs> like, like so. Imagine someone tries to talk to me so funny. We're like, give, give him a wet willy, like right now. You know, yeah. while you're kissing someone. It's, it's just like so. I'd be like, imagine, like in my head, I'd be like, oh my god, imagine. <laughs> 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 no, just like stupid things. Like you'd just be like, imagine I just fell off the bed right now. And <laughs> like, really, like they can be really bad, or they can be just stupid, and mm. they can like if you're like say in the mood or whatever, it can like fuck up your mood yeah, yeah so the yeah, intrusive yeah. thoughts are just so oh they're such cunts but anyway it's exhaust that's exhaust exhaust, exhaust. no it's exhaust it's like having the fucking devil on your shoulder it's horrible all the time being like maybe you should just push that granny in front of that bus <laughs> <laughs> fuck that granny what has she ever done for you <laughs> 
yeah, maybe you'll enjoy it. Who knows? Oh my god, I'm so, I'm gonna get like hate mail now, being like that. My nanny just died. <laughs> <laughs> so insensitive. No, I'm so sorry. Um, what are your thoughts on getting an ADHD diagnosis and later in life? Is it worth it? No, no. Don't bother. Like, Honestly, don't bother. Just look up it online. Like that's why I'm not getting a diagnosis because I'll just get obsessed with it, yeah. and then I'll talk about it all the time and be like, "Oh, I'll get ADHD written on the other arm." Be like, "That's my ADHD." <laughs> So I'm just not going to yeah, do that. Yeah, maybe you should get a diagnosis just so you can get the tattoo. Yeah, oh, obviously. No, I'm not doing that. Um, no, and I, if pe- I, it was probably already questioned, but people were asking me how I got diagnosed. And I didn't get diagnosed in Ireland, but I heard it's like a really extensive, hard process and it costs yeah. like 500 quid. So, yeah. and a lot of people have issues with people self-diagnosing, but like who has that money to be paying just for a diagnosis? But it's so unfortunate because then only privileged children who suffer with ADHD will get the resources and the help they need from school. Mm. Whereas underprivileged children or children from like a a lower income background can't afford to get that so they can't get the extra help that they need but that was the same with me in even getting the dyslexia test my mom couldn't afford to get me tested for dyslexia Mm. because it was 600 quid and she was like i can't afford that and uh, i went to a public school hello and she was like i can't afford that and she was going to the school crying her eyes out being like can you please do something like because that school every secondary school gets three pupils a year Three, only three to go and get tested for dyslexia for free. Mm. And I was in fifth year at the time and they were like, they were like, no, like, why would we, why would we send her? My mom was like, you can get the points for your leaving. Clearly fucking not doing well. Like you fully Mm. tried to ask her to leave. And then finally they gave it to me and then I could get all the stuff because they just thought I was a messer. Now I was a messer, but like I was only doing that because I was reacting to how I was feeling because I was obviously failing everything. Mm. And when you're the class clown, it's so easy to be like, oh, I don't care about that. But you obviously do. Like if you're fucking failing, like everything it's obviously gonna have an effect on you but I could my mom couldn't afford to pay for it and only after hounding the school to get me sent to get a test um that they did it they wouldn't have checked otherwise even though I was fucking failing everything it's like so negligent of the school to not even notice that you have dyslexia oh, like how could your English teacher not even notice that oh my now in fairness my English teacher did notice it he was oh, the right. only one who noticed it because I was spelling backwards like literally <laughs> like there was H's and W's flying across the like page and he was like whoa this is so much and I was like oh yeah no like I can't spell for shit yeah. and like no one noticed it and like my Irish teacher would always give out to me for not being able to spell and I was like, what do you mean? I, I like, I don't understand. I just can't. Oh my God. Oh my God. Something to say? <laughs> the lips. The lips, the lips, the lips, the lips, the lips, the lips, lips. Oh, she's just conked. Um, what sorry. think you might have ADHD? So the diag- yeah, basically the diagnosis, I went to the NHS, I had to fill out a big form, it was like an hour long test online and everything was online because this was like during during a lockdown still and then about a month later they got back to me, referred to me to a psychotherapist, then I had to do a few round of interviews with the psychotherapist all online, yada 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 and then a few months down the line I think I got my official diagnosis. So it wasn't that hard, it was pretty easy all online and all free. And you were probably like, yeah, I already knew this. Yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> I don't feel any different now yeah but it like it's frustrating because even though I have a diagnosis people are still like yeah just because you're like <laughs> just because you're a bit hyper doesn't mean that you have ADHD stop self-diagnosing off of TikTok and I'm just like okay like oh I could have a diagnosis God. and still, still people would be like yeah stop self-diagnosing yeah but you everyone know? has everything as well at the moment yeah do you know what I mean everyone it's so has- like oh everyone's like 
I have this, that, and the other. What do you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, who's <laughs> more mentally drained? Yeah, tell uh, me. Like, is. I literally don't care for it. It makes a bit more sense for my school years. That's pretty much it. But, like, other than that, mm. I, do, I do not care. So, like, it doesn't make a dif- difference in my life at all. Um, mm. And I feel, follow a few of those page, pages being, like, adults with ADHD, yada, 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 and uh, the help that comes along with it, which are really helpful. So I'm thankful for the resources that are online. But a lot of people say that that can pose a lot of issues for people self-diagnosing, but... I, I don't care. I don't, see I don't but comes. like I don't care what anyone else does. Maybe people, if you have OCD, yeah, it might affect you a little bit. <laughs> Maybe you might get a little bit obsessed. <laughs> like, so like Keelan, oh, I'm obsessed with ADHD at the moment. I'm but like Kim told me something the other day about a brain, right? And we were lying in bed, and I was like, she was like, oh, she's reading this book or something about brains, and it made me really uncomfortable. I get really, really uncomfortable about in internal things in my body um and I've been thinking and fixating on brains for like three four days now since she told you since she it. told me do you remember I was like obsessed with birth oh yeah <laughs> remember I was like she so Caitlin was making me watch these fucking videos of these women giving birth in fucking the hospital down the road and I just became fixated that's the bad thing I, well bad, good and bad about me I do I fixate a lot mm. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But I mean, sometimes it's not a bad thing. <laughs> I don't see how that's good. I mean, I mean. You just have your little quirks. I have my little quirks, exactly. <laughs> like Sean Mendes was my fixation for a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're done with him now. Oh, oh, we're over it. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean. Sorry, sorry, you sorry. You know what of I course, mean? You're occupied. I'm, so I say you're occupied. <laughs> Vegas. Um, but sorry, someone asked there how I found out. Why did I think I had ADHD? Um, about, uh, someone commented on my YouTube video. <laughs> so basically, uh, obviously when you're making YouTube as well, you're like, this is your entertainment self. There's like my real life self and then there's like my ent- entertainment self where I'm, the camera's in front of me and I'm a bit more hyper. I don't mm. know. I'm probably toned it down now, but if I'm just doing a talking video on my own, I'd be like, you know, sprucing myself up for it. And I was getting all these comments being like, I really think you have ADHD. <laughs> like there's something <laughs> like you should get yourself tested. And I was like, no, like, no, no, no. Weird thing but then say. it was after, obviously I went to the therapist and they said that I might have, I probably, it sounds like ADHD that I have, like the sadness, impulsivity, uh, addictive issues, that sort of thing. Yada, yada, yada. We yeah, all know yeah, the story. Yeah. So then I got tested and then I, in a YouTube video, I literally was like, can people stop diagnosing me in the comments? I just feel like you shouldn't do that to people. I don't know. It just felt wrong. Like, don't do it. <laughs> I just don't understand why you'd even be thinking about that. Like, this is how weird some people are that watch your videos. I'm sorry. But like, I would never watch a video and go... I think he has ADHD. Like, that's just, like, not something. I'd be like, I don't, actually, would I be like that? I don't know. I don't, yeah, see, I, I don't, don't know. Watch YouTube, but so. I don't know if people are doing it uh, with good intentions or not, but I just felt like it was a bit of an invasion. So I was like, stop trying to diagnose me with things, please. Mm. And on that video, someone literally commented, Keelan, have you gotten checked for autism? I think you might have autism. Oh my, I get asked if I have autism all the time. <laughs> All the fucking time. Like, it's been like, a, like I remember this guy. We were, I was in, um, what's that place that, it's not Grand Social, it's, um, Saoirse was in it the other night. No, Grand Social. No, it's like really hipster and alt and like 12-year-olds 12, 12, 12 go, it's on the keys. Oh, Soundhouse? No. 
oh my god that's gonna drive me mad um anyway i was in workman's. there workman's i was in workman's and it was like the only time i've ever been in workman's and this guy fully was like are you autistic and i was like no I, well i don't think so why and he was like oh right okay i was just wondering and every time I see him now, he's like, I'm really sorry for asking you when we were autistic. I was like, man, I get it all the time, like all the time. But I definitely think we're all on the spectrum a little bit. Maybe I'm just a little bit more on the spectrum, just a little bit. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, of course. Everyone's on the spectrum. Mm. But I don't think I don't have any like autism characteristics. I don't think. Isn't it like sensitivity with food? I'm sensitive with noise. Yeah, that's that's, un- that's, that's part a of a huge autism. sense. Yeah, like I hate loud noises. I hate them so much. They make me really, really uncomfortable. Mm. So and maybe the st- and the stimming and uh, not being you stimming? know emotional regulation. Stimming is like uh, say if you're really upset and you start like banging your. You need to. You have the urgency to bang your head off a wall. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, like, no, I haven't banged just, my head off a wall in ages. Or like pulling your hair out, pulling eyelashes yeah. and eyebrows out. Yeah. yeah, I used to pull my eyebrows out. And I don't do any of those things. So that person was completely so wrong. wrong. Maybe she should get checked for autism. Mm. Um, how did you manage to... <laughs> I thought that said bum. How did, you, <laughs> how did you manage your ADHD unmedicated love from both? B- B- Bournemouth, I think it's supposed to say. But it's Beemoth. I said bum. Love bum. from bum. Love from bum. Uh, how did I manage my ADHD? not really I just didn't manage it I'm just lucky I don't have a job like yeah, a job where I need yeah. to answer to someone because I don't think I'd be able to do it yeah of course I mean um I went on I was on medication last year uh when I went to um therapy I was like yeah give me give me the good stuff and my sex drive was completely out the window and I actually <gasps> oh excuse me I actually felt quite depressed from it I, I'm not depressed yeah and I felt depressed from it and I felt like I just I don't know Maybe it was just because I was had no sex drive or anything. I felt really, um, I felt out of control. And then I stopped taking it. I said, I was lying to everyone being like, yeah, oh my God, it was amazing. I feel so good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I actually felt emotionless. I didn't feel amazing. I just didn't, didn't feel anything. You felt numb. Yeah. Um, and I think that I, I don't think I'd ever go back on medication ever again. I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't think I've I never, need it. I never, no, I don't want to go on medication either. Mm-mm, I don't think I need it. Um, are your OCD symptoms worse if you feel, if you feel worse in general, low, anxious? Oh my God, of course. Do you know what? When it hits the brim, is the brim the top? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it is. It is. <laughs> Let's just say it is. When it hits like boiling point is when I'm getting ready to go on a night out and I'm not feeling myself. Oh. That's when the OCD, like, rises to a level of extreme. Uh, when I used to live in town, like, we walked all... Me and my ex walked all the way to the party that we were going to. And I go, I left the oven on. And he was like, no, you didn't. Like, you didn't even use the oven. No, it's like, Emer, how often do you cook a day? I literally... It's not a lot. I didn't use, I didn't use the oven. I didn't even <laughs> use the oven. And I was like, I left the oven on. And it's going to go on fire. And Lilo, the apartment's going to go on fire. And Lilo's going to die. Oh. Like, I, you, but I get that now as well. I'm, a, like, really nervous about fires. Yeah. All the time. Oh, my God. And so any time I leave Missy alone in the house, I'm like, the flat's on fire. Yeah, that straightener, everything. But yeah. it's like, whenever I'm going out. But it, oh, if it's if I'm in a... I'm, anxious or bad mood when I'm getting ready and it also used to happen to me a lot when I was getting ready for Wes and stuff when I was younger if you if I'd like get into these moods where like everything would be wrong and is she okay she's just looking for the nipple here hold this keep going though um 
she, she oh, she's lo- I was about to go she's looking for the nipple um <laughs> yes anyway so that's I'm just prolonging this stupid answer um but yeah it does uh, <laughs> it does get so much worse when I'm feeling anxious how has OCD affected your day-to-day life very very difficult oh my god sorry all the questions are for me hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, how has OCD affected your day to day life? Really, really difficult. But I'm actually good at like I'm good at maintain maintaining bottling it. Babe, maybe baby. <laughs> I can't. Babe. I can't speak today, babe. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's good. How do you think I get? I think I do. I'm doing pretty well. Like. Well, in comparison to you, Jason's, Jason's is probably worse. It mm. seems, but maybe that's just because I'm with them more often. But mm. know, in I London, you, in living in I London, it was quite bad. Well, like. with, with yours, it, it's more an interactive OCD where I get to take part in the fullness. Because if the person closest you has to reassure you that the things aren't true. Whereas oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what Jason's thinking. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe course, that's course, more distressing for me because I'm like, I don't know what his intrusive thoughts are at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. you know what yours are because you're like, you ask me for the reassurance. I'm like, Keelan, do I have nits? And you're like, no. And I'm like, check my head. I have nits. It's like so yeah I mean day to day life it is quite hard there also is like things of food and stuff that I'm really weird about like things in cans like or like I don't like I like beans that's fine beans from a can or like spaghetti hoops and all that kind of stuff but I always have these th- <laughs> <laughs> but I always have these thoughts that I'm like how long has that food been in that jar for or I love things from a tin. No, I always I think love it, food from a they tin. They make me a bit. Do you ever no. have those tin meatballs when you were a kid? And no. you get like tin meatballs and gravy. No. I used to suck the sauce off. <laughs> My dad was a chef. Hello. <laughs> I wasn't eating any tinned meatballs. <laughs> I used to suck the gravy off the meatballs. No, I had negligent parents, so I was always eating shit out of tins. <laughs> So I would suck this. The yeah, how many times do I have to say suck? <laughs> suck the gravy. Anyway, we get it. Shut up. And I loved um the spaghetti. I love spaghetti hoops. And anyway, yeah, the meatballs top tier. Yeah. And I used to love you know the chorizos you'd get in the packet, the pepperami. Do you know what? And I'm strings. so gonna get one of them soon. <laughs> now that would blow the bollocks off me. That. My ass would literally fall out. <laughs> no, I ate one of them. I'm honestly scarred. I never want to eat meat ever again from my traumatic experience. I loved it when I was eating it, and then I was like, "Oh my god!" Instantly, it hit me, and I was sweating. And I, was I like, can't believe it didn't affect me at all. But that's how much my body probably needed it. That's like, how much your body needed it, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I've no interest now that he did it. I'm like, okay. Bye. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. I actually don't. Look, do you know I got chili cheese bites today and I didn't get a McDonald's burger? I was oh. like, no. I walked by a McDonald's. Oh and my I was God, like, never I was like, again. I was like, I don't want that. <laughs> um, for Emer, what do you think has the most effective... Uh, Wait, you didn't finish your story about tins. Something about tins. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I just I just have weird things about food. I just... Like, it, but, like uh, dates and stuff as well. I hate dates. Dates and like... Uh, dates and like... Oh, a screwing. No. Do you want to hear one of the worst things is screwing on uh, caps. I hate it. I hate it. Do you know, like milk yeah. cartons and stuff. Oh, yeah. So like I don't screw them on properly because I really so aggravates me. Oh, OK, OK. Yeah, yeah. So you spilling shit all the time. Oh, uh, no. Like my mom goes mad. Like I remember once the cream very bad the cream didn't have the cap screwed on properly oh. takes out the fridge <laughs> she drops oh. it boom everywhere like nightmare but i don't like screwing things but in on a day-to-day basis um it's fine i mean obviously being a tattoo artist and having ocd is like kind of a blessing and a curse because mm. like i'll go home thinking about a tattoo that i like wasn't like 99.999 percent happy with 
um, it will like keep me awake at night. But then also it's really good because I am quite a perfectionist as well. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm talking too much about myself. So can we skip that one? For Emer, what do you think has been the most effective in helping you manage your OCD? My friends. Because mm. you guys have to tell me everything's okay <laughs> all the time. So I won't. Uh, um, lesser known signs of ADHD. I think that I might just be autistic. No, I can't. I don't know the, what a bit more about what. I don't know much about autism, so I can't say from that expect what from that we need to go to bed <laughs> you know it's, it's half 10 like we need to go to bed we're fucking wrecked well, the lesson known effects adhd i'd say is the depression part because like you're you're you need to be you need to be keeping up your dopamine all the time and that can act in negative ways where you can get like addicted to drugs start drinking have sex with people that you don't want to acting really impulsively moving country randomly and then feeling sad about it like spending all your money all in one go so i think that's probably a lesser known sign of adhd and a lot of times you can get diagnosed with bpd because of that and like say starting fights with your partner now i don't do this anymore but like say when when i was a teenager i'd be like starting fights with my partner it's just to be like testing that they still love me and, and stuff. to get a rise out of them yeah and just be like, this is you thrived off it. It was like my relationship should feel like this because this is what passion feels like. Right. I was just getting it mixed up, and it just is wasn't. I def- I've definitely had a fair few of them. Anyway, mm. um, does it affect sex? Both yeah. of both of us. Yeah, for sure. As I said, <laughs> me thinking I'm gonna kick someone off the bed. <laughs> I, no, I could literally be having sex and being like, "What am I gonna have for dinner tonight?" And then yeah, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, what just happened? They'd be like, does that feel nice? And I'm like, uh, pasta. <laughs> Tinned meatballs. Um, how does Emer find being a tattoo artist with OCD? Sorry, they're loving me. At they're the obsessed mo- with you. OCD! Is there a, a strain called Emer OCD? Uh, 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 OCD. <laughs> Obsessive much. Um, how does Emer find being a tattoo artist? I, I just actually answered that. Um, it's kind of annoying but fine um i'm not gonna bore you with that because i just said it um, and <laughs> <laughs> oh my god am i getting sassy <laughs> i just said it duh do you hate it when it's used by the term and oh, we already answered that yeah um do you find that routine helps you or hinders you getting bored quickly adhd oh help i need a routine need routine i think we've already so- talked about this yeah. as well oh that's all the questions that's all the questions oh okay oh she wants to say something Go on. Oh, she's snoozelina. She's a snoozelina. Here, I'm a fucking snoozelina as well. I need to go to bed. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm going on my fifth bus journey today. Oh, love. love. Love's obsessed with the bus. I'm obsessed with the bus. I'm listening to love music on the bus <laughs> high on life, guys. <laughs> That's why I'm actually getting, like, I've, I've been pacing, just to finish this podcast, I've been, like, pacing around my room not knowing what to do today. Like, I went to the shop today. I've been, like, weeping and, like, really happy and then, like, weeping again and, like... Then, like, I went to the shop, and I only got a few hours sleep last night. I went to the shop, bought a packet of Tato prawn cocktail. Yum. Took one of them, went, ooh, what am I doing? Put it in the bin. Walked back. Walked back to the shop. I've been off my rocker today, girls, but <laughs> that's what happens when you're happy. My vagina smells like prawn cocktail. But you know, after, um... <laughs> 
you know, uh, after, uh, because I have a new vagina, a brand spanking mm. new vagina, I have a different smell. You know the way you know what your smell is? Yeah. Like, I don't recognise the smell of my vagina. I don't, I don't, well, God, actually, I don't want to say this. I don't think I have a smell because, I don't know, do I? But since I got a new vagina as well, since I got my womb cleaned out, like, there's, like, it, I don't know, it's nice. Yeah. It, do you know what I mean? Like, well, I think so, anyway. I think so. It's not, like, fishy, like, the sea, out of the sea. Well, like, because there's no blood, so hello. <laughs> yeah, the coppery blood. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's you know Give over. Okay, good okay, night. Bye. Good night. Good night.